Today, we'll meet Matthew Frey and we'll discuss where Matt feels so many marriages end. Let's begin. Hi, everybody. We're talking to Matthew Frey from MatthewFrey.com. Um, cool. This is Jay and Lori with The Couple Cure. And you might know Matt from MustBeThisTallToRide.com. And he's been blogging for how long, Matthew? Matt? Since 2013. Since 2013. 2013. All right. And you have a book launch uh, happening in, golly, just a, just a little At bit. the time of this recording, we're th less than three weeks out. 18 days. Yeah. March 22nd, 2022 is uh, book launch in North America. Yes. And do you want to, can you share the title of your book at this point? Yeah. It's This Is How Your Marriage Ends, yeah. A Hopeful Approach to Saving Relationships. And it releases in March, March 22 in um, North America and April 7th in the United Kingdom. And then some other countries later, but we don't know yet. Like we don't have dates. Okay. So congratulations on the book. Yeah. Thank and, you so much. And just to give y'all an idea of kind of what this is about. Number one, this is our first interview of anybody outside of us. <laughs> um, the way we've set this up is we just kept meeting and meeting and meeting. And we thought, hey, we should record some of these. And so we put it on the books. Um, Matt reached out to his Facebook uh, group and they gave him a list of things that they'd like addressed. Um, so it'll be like, you know, he'll ask us questions and we'll ask him questions because we're not really sure who the host is here. So how Matt, Matthew and I met, um, we actually had a client uh, reach out to us mm -hmm. and that person said, you really ought to read what uh, Matthew Frey has to say. And, and um, at the time I, I logged onto your blog and you had a thing about guest posting. And I don't know if I'm the only person that's, <laughs> I don't think you've had a lot of people guest post for you. Short list, four or five tops. Yeah. And so I reached out to you and we started talking and um, I posted something on your site that i I feel like it's done well for us, which had to do with the basics of rebuilding trust. Yes, sir. Um, which is kind of the, the world that both of us live in is varying degrees of broken trust and what that looks like. And over the years we've met, I don't know, it was spotty at first, but then we, I don't know, maybe once a month, I've been touching base, basically just sitting down on a Zoom call and, hey, how you been? <laughs> so I think we've kind of become friends through this. I, I remember I talked to you a lot right when I was sort of hanging the coaching shingle because you guys were already in the business and I wasn't, but I felt like that was the next step. And that must have been, must have been 2018 is my best guess on the timing. I'd have to really go back and look. I give you guys a ton of credit for helping me define define the, you guys are the ones that introduced me to this concept of having blind spots in your relationships. Mm -hmm. And it is a, a phrase that you'll see in the book a you know, hundred times maybe um, because it's the basis of the work is for me is this idea that we inadvertently harm people in our blind spots. Um, I know there is stuff that's a little bit more obvious and overt and you guys deal, deal with that side of it a little bit more than I do. Right. But yes, it all falls under the umbrella of trust erosion. Okay. Right. Well, yay. Glad to have been able to have an impact. Yeah, I didn't know you had been thinking about coaching already. I just remember like, 
oh my gosh, you'd be a great coach. You should totally do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm really glad you got into it. I'm glad it's been, because this changed your world. I'm right. I mean, you went from the the everyday guy to the, to working as a coach. Yeah. I just had a corporate marketing job and, um, and did for a long time. I was doing the coaching on the side, lunch break after hours, the book granted me the opportunity financially to be able to dedicate like full-time work to this. I wanted to give it the best chance to make it my career. And so we you know, still don't know, still don't know if it's how, how long these 15 minutes are going to be. We'll see. How long was there you doing both the nine to five and then the coaching? Because it seemed like you said, I think I'm going to be a coach. And then I don't know, four visits later, you're like, I'm a coach. I'm like, wow, that was quick. And then it's like, oh, no, I'm doing it full time. Wow, you get things moving. I think I started the, well, what happened was I had a guy, I had a guy that was asking me to do it, even though I'd never identified myself as somebody who does it. It was gentleman in Manchester, England. And I'm like, okay, okay. Once, and I think you were part of the motivation and then um, podcaster and speaker, Mark Groves, who you may or may not have heard of, what was a a major influence as well. And it was late 2018, I believe. And so I didn't leave my job until September, 2020 was when I finally had the means to, I don't know, I felt it's still scary. I still had to jump off a ledge, but I, you know, it was a calculated risk. And we'll see what happens. All right. Yeah. Huh. So, so tell us a little about your coaching offer. What what programs you have? I don't. I I don't think of it really as 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 offering different products. I talk about the same thing every time because I have this really strong belief that the things I talk about that everything funnels to them, and I I'm, I'm open to people challenging that idea. But and, and there are the outliers. And frankly, you guys spend a lot of time on the outliers. You, you guys deal with things that I refer to as major marriage crimes, the obvious like betrayals that sort of people universally agree are betrayal, like betrayals in relationships. And I trade in this idea of like tiny betrayals, things that I think a lot of humans would challenge the notion that they're actually betrayals. The idea of um, leaving a piece of laundry on the floor, of not cleaning the toothpaste spittle off the bathroom mirror, um, things like that can absolutely be a trust betrayal in a relationship, depending on the dynamics between the two people. And um, I I believe it's in these really nuanced places that people erode trust in their relationships and sort of set the stage for a, a more major betrayal, a more significant trauma to like break their relationships apart. And that's really the narrative of my marriage. The story of my marriage was, and I'm not, for people who don't know, I'm not married anymore. I've been, I started blogging when my marriage ended in 2013, as I attempted to like sort of piece together what my role in the marriage was. And I felt that over a couple of years, I really became enlightened about all the ways in which I inadvertently destroyed trust in my relationship, sort of forcing my wife, if she were to be a healthy person with the requisite amount of respect and self-love to, to walk away because asking somebody to voluntarily show up every day for a relationship that harms them. It, I mean, to me is a, is a bad ask, um, especially when we, we pledged, you know, love for the rest of our lives to them. So anyway, I, I think we erode trust. 
and our blind spots in these really nuanced ways. The, the average couple, right? The, the I, I don't know. I, you guys may have a different definition of quote unquote what the average couple is. But I, so many marriages end where I don't think people can really define what happened. There isn't this obvious thing, this like big one thing where like, well, that's the reason. It's yeah. it's like, you know, the wife and or the husband will have different versions of like why their relationship ended. Thanks for joining us. And next time we will be discussing two main focal points in marriage. Bye everybody.